Welcome to Sunrise, your weekday podcast bringing you a fresh squeeze into Florida's news, politics, and culture. I'm your host, Tramel Gomes, reporting from the Florida Capitol, as local Republican Party officials voice frustration over what they see as unnecessary fires being ignited by the chairman of the Republican Party of Florida. We've got a, the best governor ever, and we need to be focused on getting him reelected, not, not, not trying to put out fires that Joe Gruders is starting. Also, a Leon County judge denies a request for a temporary restraining order against groups backed by the Seminole Tribe in a ballot initiative intimidation case. Uh, People are being poached. People are being paid off to leave the state. Uh, For what purpose? For for the sole purpose of, of trying to not uh, have the the requisite number of signatures. Today's Sunrise interview is with Debbie Woods, chairman of the Bay County Republican Executive Committee. Woods filed an official grievance against Republican Party of Florida chairman Joe Gruters for his unabashed endorsement of candidate Griff Griffiths over Brian Cloudus in the Republican primary race for State House District 6. We've got all that, including other top stories trending around the state and capital. Plus, we have your calendar of political events, and so much more. But first, a word from our sponsor. You're listening to the Sunrise Podcast from Florida Politics. The following is a paid political advertisement paid for by Florida Education Champions. Everyone loves a win-win, and if you're a fan of sports betting, you can win-win too. Billions of dollars for education, legal sports betting for you. We're Florida Education Champions, and our petition brings competition and choice to legal sports betting in Florida and gives all the tax revenue to public education. That's a win for you and our kids. Be a champion today. Learn more and request your petition at floridaeducationchampions.com. And now the top stories on Sunrise for Thursday, December 9th. Today is National Pastry Day and National Christmas Card Day. So that means you might as well enjoy a pastry while writing and mailing those Christmas cards. On this day in 1979, some 10 years after the World Health Organization began a global vaccination program against smallpox, the disease was officially declared eradicated. In 1998, the United Nations General Assembly declared anti-Semitism a form of racism. And in 2008, Illinois Governor Rod Blagojevich was taken into federal custody for trying to trade Barack Obama's Senate seat after he became president. Now let's turn to the news. A Leon County Circuit judge opted not to immediately halt efforts backed by the Seminole Tribe, allegedly designed to block a gambling initiative collecting signatures to make it on next year's ballot. Las Vegas Sands and its affiliates are backing the constitutional amendment to allow card rooms across the state to be converted to Las Vegas-style casinos as long as it's done 130 miles away from the tribes, Hard Rock, and other casinos. However, if approved, that would cut into the Seminole Tribe's monopoly on casino games, which the legislature and Governor Ron DeSantis reauthorized in May. On Wednesday, Attorney James McKee, with Florida voters in charge, tried to convince the judge of aggressive interference from groups on the side of the Seminole Tribe. Uh, People are being poached. People are being paid off to leave the state. Uh, For what purpose? For for the sole purpose of, of trying to not uh, have the the requisite number of signatures obtained between now and December 30th. We're only 22 days away uh, at this point. Um, The the whole game is to to try to get as close to December 30th as possible 
um, while they continue to do their their, their obstructionist and, and sabotage activities. Attorney William Shepard with Let Voters Decide, which is on the side of the Seminole tribe, rejected the claims. Fundamentally, Judge, they're, they're seeking to silence the number of voices that speak against them with vague allegations, a complaint that doesn't identify who these real people are who've been tortiously interfered with. Judge Angela Dempsey denied the request to halt the petition blocking immediately, but agreed to conduct an emergency hearing to consider evidence on Friday, December 10th. Republican Senator Rick Scott is turning to a former adversary as he continues his fight against the major spending bill President Joe Biden's administration is pushing. Florida's former governor sent a letter to Florida's hospital executives asking them to provide his office with information about the amount of Medicaid supplemental payments they receive and how the potential loss of those funds could impact their ability to treat uninsured patients. Scott has argued the Medicaid reduction in the Build Back Better Act targets 12 states, including Florida, that have not expanded Medicaid. For more on this story, follow Christine Sexton's reporting on floridapolitics.com. Advocacy groups are criticizing the Florida Department of Education for removing an anti-bullying webpage from its site, saying the decision will harm LGBTQ students. A spokesman for the State Education Department on Wednesday said it removed the portal because it contained links to federal sites that previously provided helpful guidance and information, but now are being used as platforms for advocacy. The Southern Poverty Law Center said it was shocked by the decision. The billionaire daughter of the public supermarket's founder has died after having early onset Alzheimer's disease. The company announced Wednesday that Carol Jenkins Barnett died. She was 65. Now let's turn to our Sunrise interview. Debbie Woods, the chairman of the Bay County Republican Executive Committee, says she is extremely frustrated because she's tired of putting out fires caused by the chairman of the Republican Party of Florida, Joe Gruters. Woods' frustration reached a tipping point when she found out Gruters endorsed Griff Griffiths in the State House District 6 primary over his opponent, Brian Cloudus. Here's what Gruters said. Griff Griffiths has proven himself to be a strong conservative and a powerful advocate for our constitutional rights and economic freedom. He strongly supports President Trump's America First agenda and will be a trusted leader in the Florida legislature. It is my pleasure to endorse him for state representative, end quote. Debbie Wood says such an unabashed endorsement is a clear violation of party rules. She joins us to explain why. Okay, my name is Debbie Wood, and I'm the chairman of the Bay County Republican Executive Committee. All right, so Debbie Wood, welcome to Sunrise. So glad to have you on. Uh, this is your first time on the program, and just wanted to get a sense of how things are going in your world. How I came to contacting you was due to the grievance you filed recently regarding an endorsement in one of the local races. So tell us about that. Yeah, well, I was very surprised, shocked, and frustrated to be notified that uh, the chairman of the party, Joe Bruders, had endorsed in our state legislative uh, seat race here. That just shouldn't be happening. Currently, we have two good candidates in the race. And I think that uh, rule number nine of the Republican Party of Florida's rules says that you cannot endorse in the primary. 
And for the candidates, you mentioned the the candidates that are Griff Griffiths and Brian Cloudus. So that race is ongoing. But then Chairman Joe Gruters came in. How did he issue his endorsement? What happened? I have no clue because he didn't bother to call me and talk to me about it. I, I got uh, I got a, a copy of something that showed up over the Internet. And I'm going, what the hey is this about? You know, and it was two days before we had the quarterly up in Tallahassee. And I voiced my concern. I have not heard from Chairman Greeters as of this moment. So I did file the grievance. I checked on the grievance yesterday with Republican Party of Florida. It's my understanding that it was not brought up and that they were still reviewing it, I guess, to see if it'll be brought up. That's a later date. In the ideal world, how is this supposed to go? It's always like, you know, a tense situation for the leader of a party. But we've seen that it's part of the job, the juggling act. They usually wait until the end and let the voters decide before jumping on a candidate. So from your vantage point, what's supposed to happen? Well, as chairman of the local party, I do not endorse in a primary locally. As chairman of the state party, a position that is a paid position, he sure shouldn't be getting involved in a local race, especially without asking the input of the state committee man, committee woman, or the county chairman of that county. All it has done is create problems when we are building so hard to bring in new candidates and do what we're supposed to be doing, and that's supporting good Republican candidates, not now fighting the state party um, leadership on, on, on getting involved locally. What has the impact been so far from what you've seen with such an endorsement? Well, part of the problem is we've been talking to candidates that, for, that were looking at running for other offices throughout the county. They have seen this intrusion by the state party leadership and going, well, wait a minute, how do I have a chance of running if this could happen to me? You know, these people don't have the, the funds and the backing and the, the, that type of influence that the chairman of the party brings into an area. And they're going, you know, I don't know if I want to get in this hunt now, you know, because it's, I'm going to be treated as an underdog before I ever get out the door. And I don't care how much I can beg and, and bar and plead that, look, this ain't going to happen again. Honestly, I can't, I, I just can't guarantee that won't happen. I don't know why the chairman of the party got involved in this. Let the local people do it. He should never have gotten involved. It's totally against ethical, all the ethics, uh, ethical th- reasons of the Republican Party. And I don't appreciate it. And I'm not going to get quiet about it until I don't know what can be done about it. You can't put the, you know, the old saying, you can't put the horse back in the gate after he's got, you know, run out. But I don't know, but I hope it doesn't happen again. And I hope that Chairman Gruders understands that this kind of actions are very detrimental to counties, at least here in, in the panhandle. I was just thinking about that. What's the action steps next when filing a grievance to the party? Doesn't it go to Chairman Gruders? It does. Well, they, they have a grievance committee that is appointed by Chairman Gruders. Uh, again, we, have, we just had a quarterly meeting in Tallahassee this past weekend. Now, I understand that it was a very short period of time from the time I filed the grievance to the time that the grievance committee met. However, I only had a 24-hour window from the time I found out about this endorsement to file a grievance before the quarterly. So, you know, with that taken into consideration, I think it should have been addressed. It's my understanding it was not addressed. 
I doubt it will be addressed now until the we have a, or a annual meeting, which generally is in January. I was told yesterday it probably won't be held until sometime in February. So I can only assume that this will not be discussed if it's brought up at all until February. All right. So what's next? And, and, and for that particular race, what are people saying about it? What are you hearing and what are you looking forward to next from this point? You know, I wish I knew what to expect. I know I did call both candidates when I found out about this. I sent both candidates a copy of my grievance. Of course, the candidate that was endorsed by Chairman Greeters is not very happy with me for calling it out on calling it calling uh, uh, Greeters out on this. Um, so that's created. You know, I've told him it's nothing personal against that particular candidate. You know, I personally think that Griff Griffiths is a nice guy. Um, but, you know, it, but it adds tension throughout the county that didn't need to happen. On the other hand, you've got uh, Brian Cloudis that is asking me, what am I going to do about it? And he understands that it's not, I didn't make this happen, but he's asking the same thing you're asking right now is what can I do about it? What do I expect to happen? And my hands are tied. All I can do is keep yelling loud enough and hopefully that somebody will listen so it doesn't hope happen again to somebody else. All right. Well, Debbie Woods, thank you so much for taking this time to speak with me. I really appreciate your time. I, I appreciate it. And I hope you got something out of it. I don't know. <laughs> Here's your calendar of events. Happening at 9 this morning, the South Florida Water Management District Governing Board will meet in Miami-Dade County. The Education Estimating Conference will analyze enrollment in the Florida College System in a meeting at the Capitol. The Suicide Prevention Coordinating Council will meet at 9.30 at the Department of Children and Families Suncoast Regional Office in Tampa. The Florida Transportation Commission is scheduled to meet at 10. The Florida Supreme Court is scheduled to release its weekly opinions at 11. The U.S. Department of Agriculture will update its forecast for the 2021-2022 citrus growing season at noon. Democratic State Representative Geraldine Thompson will host an opportunity for the public to view a statue of educator and civil rights leader Mary McLeod Bethune. The statue will be placed in the statutory hall in the U.S. Capitol, but the preview is happening at 1 p.m. at Daytona State College in Daytona Beach. And lobbyists Eric Prutzman, Derek McGee, and Brewster Brown will discuss the upcoming 2022 legislative session during an online event held by the Consortium of Florida Education Foundations and the Florida Philanthropic Network. That's at 3. Finally, as you jumpstart your day, thanks for tuning in for today's Sunrise. I'm Tramel Gomes, inviting you to join us again tomorrow for a fresh squeeze into Florida's news, politics, and culture.